This is the one minute how to. Item 540, how to buy gold. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. Gold has been on the rise for a while, so every huckster is out there looking to get a piece of the pie. If you're drawing a parallel with the internet boom of the late 1990s, then congrats, you've got a leg up on the people throwing their money out and hoping to make a killing. Of course, I'm not going to tell anyone not to buy gold. After all, it's a very reasonable purchase as part of a diversified portfolio. But if you're blindly going to companies like Goldline and trading your dollars for gold, then current investigations into their practices should at least give you pause. So allow me to give you a few do's and don'ts if you've decided to go this route. Here we go. If you're convinced that buying gold coins is the direction you wish to take, then you've added a level of complexity to the mix. You can go the route of purchasing bullion coins, but you'll need to decide which country's coins to purchase as their value varies. Purchasing numismatic material should be done only with coins that have been graded by one of the major grading companies. Don't bother with gold jewelry unless you come across it in an estate sale or somewhere venue and you know what you're buying. Purchasing gold chains adds craftsmanship to the cost, which may never be recovered. Purchasing gold bars, that's perhaps the best choice for those who insist upon physically handling the material, but I'll explain later why this is not a good idea. Your best bet is to buy gold through a pool account, where the cost of the spread will work least against your favor. I've been speaking about purchasing gold as part of a diversified portfolio. If you like coins, and as numismatics is a hobby of mine, I'd be included in that group, then that really is a different discussion. I very much discourage the purchase of gold as a physical object for the purposes of diversifying your portfolio because of two things. The first is that it offers unnecessary risk. Why in the world would you want to open up the possibility of getting robbed when that's not necessary? Secondly, the spread works quite a bit against you. The spread is the difference between the amount a company will sell you an ounce of gold and the amount for which they'll buy it back. This percentage is one you'll need to gain before you get back your original investment. You need to know a company's spread before making a decision to do business with them. For instance, I went to Goldline's website and I couldn't find that information anywhere, so that would discourage me considerably. I did mention a pool account, and that's certainly the best way to invest in gold. A pool account is one where you own shares of gold, like shares of stock, but never take physical delivery of the product. An excellent example would be the pool account at Kitco. I'll have a link in the show notes, but you can find their website by entering gold into Google's search engine, and they're at the top after the advertisements. The spread there for their pooled account is currently four hundredths of a percent. A full percent is considered acceptable when making a physical purchase. And the thing I like about Kitco is you can also have a pool account of silver, platinum, or other precious metals. That'll give you even more diversity, so my suggestion is to consider that direction seriously. As far as a diversified portfolio is concerned, I'd suggest shooting for about 10% to be precious metals, 
that's a good general place to be. Making multiple purchases over a long period of time is going to reduce your risk, so that's something important to take into consideration. See ya!